Okay, continuing Simin Lamates in Hachasun, we are up to Siv Ches. Shulchan Archer says, A nikchen, a nikachen, elemen amumcha, shabaki bechaseris, fiaseris. One should only purchase tefillin from a cipher who is a mumcha, he's an expert, and he knows the chaseris and yaseris, when above should be added, when it should be taken away, um, and you don't have any problems. Siv Katun Yates, men amumcha, aval, lobby mish, enumcha, aval, fishalakech, roits of the botkan, even though. You as a purchaser say, you know what? I'll buy from this fellow. He's he's a professional cipher, and he might not be an expert in regards to chaseris yaseris. But I am. I'll open up the phone and I'll check them. Still, the mishnah says the mechaber holds don't do that. The fishiyesh lochay shemi is atzab b'dikasim nei shatoyach uloy lahaser atzfilon hatzvir relaxed l'tafrin. We'll say it's too much of a shleif for you to open up the tefillin, ruin. The, the sewing of it, then you have to redo it. We're concerned you're not going to end up doing it. You had good intentions when you bought it. Yeah, don't worry, I'll check later on. And uh, life happens. And then you say, yeah, well, it's probably fine anyways. And therefore, don't buy it. That will be considered a a mumcha. The parashas that are not yet put into the bottom. So then, it's not a big tircher. Open it up and check. So in that case... Uh, make sure you, in fact, check it before using it. If you check them, let's say you took a hundred, you bought a hundred ketzitzos, uh, which means uh, tefillin. So by the man, shalish ketzitzos, shtayim shorosh, ve'achas shoyad, shtayim shoyad, ve'achas shorosh. So check, check uh, these these. Uh, these groups of tefillin take two of sharash or one of shayad, or any way you have three together, and you do this as what we call a chazaka check. In mitzvah kasherim, if you find that these are kasher ha'ish, this cipher now has a cheskus kasherus because I took three random tefillin. and the rest do not need bedika. However, if you got it as uh, piles. So then, we assume these are from different cipher. Each pile is from a different cipher, and then the fikach boy they can call seves. Every pile you have to check three within each uh, group. Just by the way, this halacha, which which we see, there's a chazaka check. Many uh, poets can discuss checking your mezuzos. Can you simply just check three out of ten if you bought it from the same cipher, or it comes up? In the halachas of Tailaim, looking uh, for bugs. Hopefully, you you know you don't find any bugs, but you're looking for uh, to see if a pro, if produce is clean. Can you simply check three pieces of lettuce from the whole bundle from the uh, from the head of lettuce? Can you check three pieces of spinach from a bag of spinach? So it's a good question. Is three enough? There's a shalos and shuvas minchas asher. Vasher talks about what's the source of chazaka checks. And one thing to consider, especially when you're purchasing uh, vegetables from a supermarket, see if you checked one head, that one head of lettuce might have nothing to do with the head of lettuce next to it. That one was grown on a different row, could be it was grown 100 feet over, two miles over, a different farm. You have no clue where it's coming from. And just because one head is clean, doesn't have any indication on the other head. Versus here, the truth is we actually see that play out in this halacha, where... If it's coming from one cipher, so then we say it. we could do this chazaka check. 
Sefer is coming from multiple Sefer. Each Sefer needs its own Chazaka check, and therefore you have a similar concept and debate, and you have different uh, Hashkachos, have different standards based on their Paiskim of how to certify produce when you're simply doing a Chazaka check. You're not checking every single piece. When could he rely on checking some of them, and when is this not reliable? Let's finish the Mechaber here in Seftes. Someone who sells and says these are from uh, the Gadol, the Tzadik, the Rebbe. You could, uh, he's that one, and you don't have to check it. Let's see the Mishavur of Katan Chaf Lakach B'Diavid, meaning Lachatchila. Don't buy it unless he's an expert. But B'Diavid Ashein Shemim Chaber. There's no other option. So you could buy it, but make sure you check. Make sure they are proper. And we learned together that that's a basic thing. Just say that wouldn't be too much of a challenge. group. Let's see this fellow said he bought it from uh, Rev so and so. Whether this means the other person's a gadol or it means the other person's a mumcha, then we can rely on it. Namon is believed the Eidachon, Namon be Isurin, that's the Psak of the Mishabur. Now, because I'm not going to rub that Kapana beat the Shimakirna station who mursuk the Kashras. He has to be someone that we trust, like you're looking into a Mashkiach. It has to be someone that not simply say, oh, it has to be someone who, we see himself is wearing it, so then if he's an otherwise trustworthy guy, so uh, we wouldn't assume he's doing anything wrong. The Aruch HaShulchan has a more lenient approach when it comes to kashras of a uh, basic uh, Yerushimayim. Uh, someone who shows up to davening is part of part of the program. You don't have to get too into the details of how much Yerushimayim they actually have. Um, and then the, this is not an easy thing to deal with from a uh, kashras perspective when hiring mashkichim. Mostly you're relying on their rav, on their friends, their references, like a shudder resume. Not a simple thing. Now, so then you would not need to double check. Let's see. So, unlike Mezuzah, where the Gemara Yuma says we check it twice every seven years, when it comes to Tfilin, you do not need to check it. What's the difference? So, what we'll see in the Mishabura. However, if it's only put on occasionally, which would be similar to mezuzos. So it seems like the difference would be if you put on phone all the time, we assume that it's fine. And if something would have happened to it, you would notice it. But mezuzah it hangs on your wall. Then you don't, you, you have to check it twice every seven years. The Ramah says, So don't, don't check it. Checking it is only if you could end up getting back to the mitzvah. But if it's going to mess up your tefillin, so then don't check. And just assume and you can make brachas. And don't worry about it. Let's see the Mishnah Siv Katan Chavav La'ilam Shekhozman Shechifuyan Shalim. As long as it's covered, Harayin Becheskasan, Menadin Vinchoshin, Shemanim Chaka, Ois Mitoychan, and Nikfu, we're not concerned that maybe a letter got erased or the, it got punctured and become Makayim. Nachan Lubotkam, it's proper to check it. Mibnesham Eskalkam Neazea gets ruined from a person's sweat, and therefore it should be checked. The from today say, you know, some from say check it every, every three and a half years because 
they they want the, that uh, they should be checked, whether it's for business reasons or perhaps they have experience that shows that. While many rabbis say don't check it too often, especially when you check it, sometimes you you, you might have purchased tefillin your two thousand dollar pure tefillin from a, from from an expert, but the fellow who's checking it is making ten dollars an hour, and he might have squeezed the tefillin back in, and you could have a crack in your letters. It's not being done the same way when tefillin is put in the, the first time, and therefore only get it checked by someone who's going to be patient and diligent and gentle with your tefillin. Now, if the baton got torn, now, if it really needs bedika, you left it in the rain and the water got through your phone bag and it's filling our wet, it really needs bedika. If you can't check right away, so put it on just in case it works, but don't make a bracha. If you learn how chazakas, it doesn't apply over here because there's a tremendous reyasa. There goes the chazaka. The cost of chayadim, the huadim munach mukam lach, the hakolafiyin, and if you put it in a wet place, you have to be concerned for this. So therefore, I mean, the truth is, our tefillin today are made much better condition than in previous generations. But still, if a person leaves it in the rain, and the tefillin, in fact, got wet, or they uh, they put the tefillin on after gelling their hair, and, and the tefillin, you, you could tell that the leather on the bottom of the tefillin is getting softer and softer and softer. At some point, you have to be concerned that maybe some moisture is getting in and is erasing the ksav. Now, the prokim, occasionally, the chashin shaman is abshu, it got uh, eaten by mice or something, or it got, got, uh, got ruined, got rot- rotten. Lakach yivde came shnei pa'am v'shmita, twice every shmita. Yinichim kach lini bracha bash v'chayadam v'tzarach l'barach, then in the Ramaz case, if you don't have anyone to check it, and again, it was kept in normal condition, so then it sounds like you'd make a bracha v'atav nirim v'shim v'lever inu alayin reyes ha'brua, there's no reyes on it, ma'ashikim v'nishu v'mayim v'shin eskalku l'ar v'chanal, then you would indeed uh, need to uh, put it on without making a bracha. L'maysa tzarachian, it'll be a tzarachian, meaning in a case where a person really wants to check it, and he can't, to not make a, to put it on without, you know, with making a bracha, tzarachian. Now the place can point out, those that take a different stance on this, and they say that our tzvillin are made very well, get it checked once, and you don't necessarily have to run and check it uh, every every uh, three and a half years. That was Rebelski's at Sal's recommendation not to go check it every three and a half years, and therefore he's clearly holding that, yeah, you can make a bracha, no problem. You make a bracha in tzvillin, as long as your tzvillin were checked once upon a time, so it was double-checked. He had the, he had the original uh, person who made it, and it was done, it was checked again three and a half years later, or seven years later, or ten years later, and it's still intact. You could assume it's not going to change. Okay. Uh, the last uh, two lines. If you find tefillin that were thrown in Gniza, and Shemus, and there's no Ritzuris, and it's opened up, you should assume there's some type of psul. You find tefillin that, you know, it's fully intact. So maybe someone threw it in the garbage. You had enough of the religion, and he threw it in the garbage. But there would not be any concern that, that it's, it's kosherous. We would assume it's a kosher tefillin. And uh, this fellow lost it, he, or, or he, he, um, he's rebelling. But that's, that wouldn't uh, passel the tefillin.